1 John chapter 2, verse 3, 2 and 3, the last part of verse 2. And in verse 2, verse 1, right through. Behold, what manner of love the Father hath bestowed upon us, that we should be called the children of God. Therefore the world knoweth us not, because it knew him not. Beloved, now are we the sons of God, and it doth not yet appear what we shall be, but we know that when he shall appear, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. And every man that hath this hope in him purifieth himself, even as he is pure. Let's pray. Thank you, Lord, for these verses that are so full of meaning, of wonderful promises that they contain. And may, Lord, we live these things as it already has been prayed. As we hear these things, we would put them into, into practice, as verse 3 tells us to, Lord. This, if we have this hope, we purify ourselves like you. Lord, bless the word and the challenge from your word tonight, for we ask in Jesus' name. Amen. <clears throat> so we've look at, looked at the preparation requested of believers, 28-29 of last chapter. The privileges received by believers, verse 1. The prospect reserved for believers, verse 1 and 2. And um, <clears throat> we've been looking at this. So we've looked at the reality for two weeks. What does it mean to be a son of God? Now are we the sons of God? A wonderful thought. And uh, a restriction. And it doth not yet appear what we shall be. Now... <clears throat> We, you know, got plans for a building like the church or something. We, the architects or the architects sometimes are, our, are like an artist drawing it all up in 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 the right measurements. It's all, all all to scale, and we can get an impression, but we don't see the finished product till it's built. But it's pretty close, and so <clears throat> doth not yet appear what we shall be. Um, the scriptures do say as we looked at last week in second first corinthians 2 verse 9 it says i as as is written i has not seen nor ear heard neither has it entered into the heart of man those things that god has prepared for them that love him but through the spirit in the next verse we are taught these things as we grow in the lord and um, <clears throat> paul also gave us a hint that there are some things that we can't talk about he couldn't talk about that he saw, that he heard, and so there's some. The Lord said, "No, don't tell him. <laughs> there's going to be a lot of surprises when we get to heaven." And that's Second Corinthians 12, verse 2 and 4, caught up to the third heaven there. Uh, <clears throat> so that's the restriction. It doth not yet appear what we shall be, but we've got some good hints. We've got enough to whet an appetite, to desire to go there. For the alternative is hell. <laughs> there's no comparison is there heaven or hell and you get the, the, the things of, that are written about heaven you know and I, I read an article it wasn't in their devotion it was in a magazine I was reading a Christian magazine there about, about heaven and in the Old Testament like we've got in the New Testament about three heavens but it is in the Old Testament too you can pick verses out where Old Testament saints pictured what it's going to be like in to some degree, and you put them all together, and this article did put them all together. That is good. That's worth filing, that one. <laughs> and filed it under our heaven and put it into the sermon file so that I can find it easy and quickly. 
but um, <clears throat> wonderful thought of heaven. But not all is known that can be known. Then there's a revelation. So there's a reality. Now are we the sons of God? A restriction and doth not yet appear what we shall be. And, and then there's a revelation, but we know, this is in verse 2, but we know that when he shall appear, we shall be like him. There's a, there's a revelation. We shall be like him. And if we didn't have that verse, there's a lot of, we, we wouldn't be able to then compare, go to a lot of other verses that we'll do tonight. We shall be like him. <clears throat> this much we do know, don't we, that we'll be like him. The change will occur instantly at the rapture. <clears throat> Despite our position on that, you know, whether we're A mill, pre mill, post mill, mid trib, post trib, what else can you think of? Yeah. It'll happen. It's going to happen. The Bible said it's a promise of His Word, and it's spelt out very clearly in 1 Thessalonians 4. And where? Another first. A first Corinthians chapter 15. Chapter 15. So, <clears throat> so despite our position on that, it'll happen. And next time you're talking to someone who doesn't believe in some things like that, ask them, go to that verse. What does that mean then? Um, but despite our priorities too of life, you know, we, we, we get set in a priority like a dog at a bone and we're going for it. This is what I'm concentrating on in life. Despite that, this will happen and interfere in everybody's priorities. And despite our problems, and if we've got problems, we're probably more looking forward to it than anyone else. Uh, we, we know, we know that when he appears, we'll be like him. And despite our plans, and despite people's protests about it, and uh, many churches saying, no, not even going to happen. Well, they are what First Peter... Yeah. It's, and it's, they're just fulfilling prophecy anyway, of, of Peter said, you know, in, in those days. Of the, oh, yeah. It's all continued as it was for many years. Philippians chapter 3, verse 20. Philippians 3 and verse 20. <coughs> ah, had a tag, I lost it. <laughs> For our conversation, our manner of behaviour, our manner of living is in heaven, from which also we look for the Saviour, the Lord Jesus Christ, who shall change our vile bodies that it may be fashioned like his glorious body. We shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. And it will be fashioned like his glorious body, according to the working by which he is able to subdue all things unto himself. You say, unsafe, impossible. We, we can't go out to, in space without a spacesuit and a rocket and all that. God is the God that designed and made everything, and he's able to do that for us, and he will do that for us. And as we, we're talking about 1 Corinthians 15, and it's spelt out there in chapter 15, 43, it is sown in dishonour, it is raised in glory. Talking about the body. It is sown in weakness, that's the flesh. We have weaknesses, we fail often. It's raised in power, not to do that anymore. It is sown in a natural body, it is raised a spiritual body. There is a natural body and there is a spiritual body, and so it is written. The first man, Adam, was a living soul. The last Adam, a quickening spirit. 
Howbeit that which not, is not first, which is spiritual, but that which is natural, it has to come that way. That's the order of it. If you're not born physically, you won't be born spiritually. You can't be because you are not. <laughs> Don't exist. And the first man is of the earth, earthy, Adam. The second man is the Lord from heaven, Jesus Christ. As is the earthy, such are they also that are earthy. And they that are heavenly, such are they that are heavenly. It's going to happen. We're going to change. We're going to be like him. We'll be different. It'll be, it'll be a shock. And, and just think about it. Meditate on the thought. See if the Lord will bring to your mind some verses that we haven't, we're not putting down and say, this is what it's going to be like. This is what we're going to be like when we see him. We've born the... Yeah, you're not allowed to steal my thunder. <laughs> Seeing uh, that picture of the, on the Mount Transfiguration. Yes, yeah, the glory, mm-hmm. the, the splendor. Okay, there's one I can put down there. <laughs> you didn't, you, no, you didn't steal that one. <laughs> you made it. <laughs> We've borne the image of that. We shall bear the image of the heavenly. Now, this I say, better than flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God, neither doth corruption inherit incorruption. But then he goes on to explain when it happens, how it happens. Behold, I show you mystery. We shall not all sleep or die, but we shall be changed in the moment, in the twinkling of an eye at the last trump. And then it goes on and explains that through the rest of the remainder of that chapter. And, uh, and, and from that we have victories. It says in verse 58, Therefore, my beloved brethren, be ye steadfast. Because this is going to happen, because we're going to be changed, and be, because we're going to be like him, because of this, be steadfast, unmovable. And if ever a day is, we're exhorted to do that today because there's a lot of unsteadfastness. There's a lot of pulling back. There's a lot of, well, it hadn't happened in my life. I give up now. <laughs> you might give up just before it happens. Don't do that. Always abound in the work of the Lord until he comes. One day we will be like him. <clears throat> And we won't be like him in that we'll be deity. We won't be gods. No, that's, that's God. We'll be like him in immortality, as it says in 1 Corinthians 15. We didn't read that. But we'll be immortal and we'll be eternal. That's it. Once, well, once we get saved, <laughs> we're eternal. We have eternal life, don't we? Um, <clears throat> and there's... A lot of things that we won't have any more. And uh, when I was thinking about this, I thought of Romans 6 and Romans 7, where Paul battled the flesh. And he said in chapter 6 and verse 11 of Romans, Likewise reckon yourselves, ye also yourselves, to be dead indeed unto sin. Will we have to do that? No. No, we're in heaven. I mean, because we won't be tempted by sin, sin won't be there. We're alive unto God. Let not sin therefore reign in your mortal body. Will it up there? No, because we haven't got that mortal body anymore. That you should obey it in its lust. We won't be able to obey. We won't want to obey. Sin won't be there. <laughs> Neither yield. It, it, I had the thought today, we're down here, ruling and reigning with Christ for the millennium, and what do we see with our spiritual body, <laughs> with our immortal body, put it that way? What do we see people doing? What? What? we might see people sinning because it does hint at that it does hint that whole nations sin and said they don't send a delegation to Jerusalem to worship the Lord and how, how will we feel what 
what will we do? And I thought, maybe we'll have the heart of the Lord that he has now for us. He knows we're flesh. He knows we're made of dust. And he has pity and mercy on us. And I pray that we do have that attitude toward the earthlings as we rule and reign. <laughs> some, some Christians down here would like to come down with a ton of bricks on a Christian at sin, you know, beat him all up, kick him out of the church. They did at Corinth, Corinth, didn't they? But that's not what the Lord's done to you. Why should we do it to others? He's very patient, long-suffering and gentle and good, but he, did, he does bring chastisement. So <clears throat> these things of Romans 6, neither yield your members as instruments of unrighteousness unto sin. Won't happen. Our new body, immortal body, it won't happen. But yield yourselves unto God, and we will do that constantly, all the time, and worship him. Those that are alive from the dead and your members as instruments of righteousness unto God. We go right through that. But over in chapter 7 of Romans, in verse 15, it says, But that which I do, I allow not. For what I would, that do I not. But what I hate, that I do. Will that be a problem in heaven with an immortal body? No, we'll be like him. We shall see him as he is. There's a lot of things in that we shall be like him. And, uh, and, and Paul struggled with the things. The things I hate, I do. I don't want to. If then I do that which I would not, I consent unto the law, it's good. Now then it is no more I that do it, but what? Sin that dwelleth in me. That's not there. Sin is not there. <laughs> Sin is not going to tempt us anymore. And even being down on the world ruling and reigning with Christ, we won't be tempted to sin like the mortals will still be tempted to sin, but they won't have a Satan to push it because he's bound for that time. They still have a sinful nature. I know that in me that is in my flesh dwelleth no good thing. Well, the flesh is done. The mortal's gone. And we have a new immortal body. And the the thing for for to will is present with me, but how to perform that which is good I find not. That will be completely turned on its head, won't it? <laughs> I find it hard to do the right thing, and, uh, and the good thing I know to do, I don't do. We could have a confessional up here, no we won't, <laughs> and say, what have we done this week that we knew we should have done the sins of what, uh, what do they call that? Omission. The sins of omission that the Lord spoke to me to do and I didn't do it. You see, that won't be happening anymore. For the good that I would, I do not, and the evil which I would not, that I do. So you go right down through that, and, and our members of the immortal body, yeah, it will be a different thing. I didn't mean to spend as much time there, but we'll be like him, not in deity, but in, in immortality, in eternality. We won't sin. Uh, there's no sickness, there's no disease, no death. Where does it say all of those things? No sickness, no death, no revelation. revelation. Last few chapters of the Bible, we have those no mores. I've put them all in blue. <laughs> no more C, verse 1 um, of chapter 21. No, verse 4 of 21 of Revelation. And God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes. There will be no more death, no, no more funerals. In fact, in the millennium, a child will die at a hundred. Will be a person that dies at a hundred will be counted as a child dying. Mm-hmm. 
So it sort of hints that there will be some deaths. Um, The Lord knows whether it be from accidents and things that happen, because there's mortals involved. Um, But the the things that will, will happen then will be different to what we think now, but thinking no more funerals to attend. Maybe, I don't know. Neither sorrow nor crying, neither shall there be any more pain. (laughs) Who's got some pain tonight? (laughs) Anybody else? (laughs) It's getting better. (laughs) I can't throw a ball yet, but I can swing it a little. That's one of the exercises. Come around and I say between 10 and 7 o'clock. That's where it hurts there. (laughs) It's just not, it's not free, it's not, it's still frozen, put it that way. No more pain, none of those things. When you want to do something, you can't do it. And no need of the sun, no moon, no night. <laughs> Last night, I woke up and then I heard. Who's <laughs> in the house? Jill's sleeping. Who's in the house? I just laid there and listened. No more noise. And I saw today it was a belt that was over the end of the bed and it fallen and clank, bang, crash down. <laughs> There's no one in here. <laughs> Checked it out, actually. But <laughs> you hear of what happens in Melbourne. It could, be, it could happen. Um, <clears throat> but no more night with those, those sort of thoughts and scary things. Uh, <clears throat> There's not going to be into, into it anything that defiles. And you can go on with all the no mores there in the book of Revelation 21 and 22, verse 3 and 5 of 22. <clears throat> now it says we shall be like him this is where I thought John was going to head a minute ago we shall be like him like the Lord when he was raised from the dead let's go to the book of Acts chapter 24 Acts 24 and verse 42 it says there <clears throat> and they, the disciples, gave him a piece of broiled fish and a honeycomb. What a honey crunch. What are those things I like? Honey. Well, like, anyway. <laughs> honeycomb with the bees made the thing and it's all in there. You could suck on that for a while. Be nice, wouldn't it? <laughs> and he took it and did what? Yes. Ate it. So what can we do in heaven? We can eat. He did, and he had an immortal body after his resurrection. And in this, this portion is full of things. Verse 39. We'll be like him. What, what will we, we be like as he was then? He said, verse 39. Uh, this is Luke 24. Behold my hands and my feet, that it is myself. Handle me. And see, for a spirit hath not flesh and bones as ye see me have. So he has immortal flesh and bones that he has in an eternal body. We will have two. Identifiable. We'll be, um, he, remember what he said to Doubting Thomas? That wasn't there when he first appeared and he turned up the next, he was at the next meeting. You know, feel the wounds. Say the wounds. See the imprints of the nails in my body. 
And so <clears throat> that, that he has to eternally remind us, for us to be eternally grateful of what he did do for us, the Lord did for us. So he had flesh and bones. He partook of food. Chapter 24, verse 31, going backwards in this chapter, Luke 24. And their eyes were opened, the two on the road to Emmaus, and they knew him, and he vanished out of their sight. Aha, uh -huh. this is what a lot of young people would like to be able to do, wouldn't it? <laughs> to do a disappearing act like that, <laughs> at will. Of course, according to God's will. He disappeared from among them like that. Would you like to do that? Would you like to be somewhere right now instead of here? Um, in bed? Is anyone watching from bed? I made some comments the other day and I got a few responses <laughs> on the sermon. I won't say who. They're probably watching now <laughs> or will be watching as it's put it up. Put up. So, <clears throat> yeah, we could disappear. And if you go to verse 36 and 38, if Luke 24, it says, And as they thus spoke, Jesus himself stood in the midst of them and said unto them, Peace be still. But they were terrified. <laughs> what is this? Who is this? What is this? And affrighted, supposing that they had seen a spirit. Now in the, in the millennium for the thousand year reign, of Christ when we have immortal bodies and we're ruling and reigning with Christ you can appear apparently we'll be like him at a place of worship at a place of dwelling I think there will be restrictions on that I think the Lord will say no no go area like you know that he he said to the sons of God and angels as you can't reveal yourself to these people you can be there they can be here they can be there I don't know they might be up there but you can't show yourself, and, and it could well be like that. But the Lord could appear and disappear, and I pray that we don't play fright on them. <laughs> they were troubled, uh, as it said there, <clears throat> and supposing that they'd seen a ghost or a spirit. And he said unto them, Why are you troubled? And why do, you th why do thoughts arise in your hearts, you mortals, <laughs> you disciples? You know I've raised from the dead. You've seen me before since I've been raised. So, like him, but took of food. He had flesh and bones. He could appear and disappear. And in chapter, this is in John's Gospel now, John, John chapter 20 and verse 19, something else that he did. Yeah, all this is contained in that little phrase from John chapter 2, verse 2, chapter 3, verse 2, that we shall be like him. In 20 verse 19, <clears throat> it goes along with the last thought. The same day evening being the same day at evening being the first day of the week. The, and it, and it emphasises this. When the doors were shut. shut, the disciples were assembled for fear of the Jews. Sing low today, don't sing out loud. <laughs> They're listening to what, you know, they didn't have the Holy Spirit yet, did they? They were still afraid. Came Jesus and stood in the midst of them and said unto them, at both times he appeared like they said what? Peace. First thing is peace. I'm not come to do something. And so how did he get in there, James? 
How did the Lord get into that room? The doors were shut. I shall ask Steve, see if he can understand this. Ah, he's not thinking along with us. <laughs> How did he get into the room if it was all shut up? He didn't come through the air conditioning, they didn't have it. <laughs> Maybe the window was open. No, it wasn't that way either. How did the Lord get into the room? See, we shall be like him and be able to go through solid substances with a spiritual, immortal body that we have, that the Lord gives us. Acts chapter 1, verse 9. Yep, our time's going to be up just with this. Acts 1, verse 9. <clears throat> and it reads, And when he had spoken these things, while they behold, he was taken up, and a cloud received him out of their sight. He was not bound by the laws of gravity. Not by the laws that we have down here. And that's what our body is going to be like. Now, that, think about those things for a few. And then and the one you gave, John? Yeah, at, uh, the transfiguration. Yeah, the, man, the glory of the Lord. He, he's the all-glorious one. And, and reading that article on heaven today, it just, it t just like the book of Ezekiel, chapter 1, chapter 2, the wheels and fire and... And, and all the stones and things, the, the colour, and it, it emphasises, and this is mortals trying to say, oh, I was taken to heaven and this is what I saw. <laughs> and um, what, a, what a time it's going to be, and it could be in the next second or so, we don't know, that we will see. Do you think we'll be frightened? No, I don't think so. The Lord's not going to scare us when we get to heaven. And... Uh, how long will it take to assimilate it all? Because we think down here, you have to think it through first to <laughs> shake your head. And I don't believe that's happening, or that can be. You know, I think the Lord, the transformed mind as well that we have in our immortal body. Well, we've done a revelation tonight, but we know that when He shall appear, we shall be like Him. 